This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Sometimes that shock, he looks right into you, right into your eyes. You know the thing about a shock, he's got lifeless eyes, black eyes like doll's eyes. When he comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those eyes roll over white and then, oh, then you hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do Robert Shaw any justice. No. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Today we are talking about one of the great horror movies of all time to finish up our series of, of board games centered on Halloween. And this is Jaws. A wonderful, kind of like two games in one in the way it's designed. It is. This is from Ravensburger. So it's a two to four player game. I'd say probably eight plus because there's quite quite a bit of um, eight, nine plus. There's a lot of decision making. Um, so let's talk about the first half of the game. It's about 45 minutes. Yeah. So the first half of the game is set on Amity, Am- Amity Island. The yeah. Classic you, you get scene. to play the, the famous uh, so you have Quint, characters. Hooper and Brody. Right. And so um, each of them have their own traits. So like um, the, the shark is secret uh, and that. So one player is the shark and the other three. So we've, we've played this with uh, some friends of ours and Matt was the shark. Oh, he did a very good job I being the shark. I love to be in the shark. He, he loved it. I hate being the villain, but he loved it. I loved it. And so he was the shark and basically he's moving around different um, quadranted not quadrants, uh, sections of the water around the island. He's trying to get an impossible burger at the, uh, the Tiki Hut. Yeah, yeah. And his goal is to eat swimmers. So there's little swimmers, so little swimmer tiles all around. And each each turn, more swimmers get put out through the island. So he's trying to run around and secretly nom 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 some swimmers and you guys are trying to find me and we're trying to find him so um brody is running around the island he can close beaches he can use binoculars to try to see if Mm -hmm. the shark is at the beach and if the shark is at the beach he goes to then you have to tell us that you're there uh he can also ferry barrels to Mm -hmm. hooper and quint so they're both on boats and they're running around um, trying to locate the shark and rescue swimmers they can do that too but they have these barrels they put them in the water and when the shark moves through one of them you have to tell us that you moved through Um, and there's also a fish finder to tell kind of what you know general region the shark is in so each character i what i really love is each character has their own real unique ability yeah it's, it's actually very focused like each like you need everyone the, and it's true to the character in the movie like, right what I, they I, could do and you know you know for a game that you know we, we talked a little bit about hocus pocus earlier but as a game that you know tried to embrace the idea of the movie I mean, it, it, this game did it. Oh, I, it totally did. It's yeah. funny, like Hooper's boat can move up to two spaces because he had the fast, cool boat, yeah, right. whereas Quint's boat can only move one because it was kind of the old POS. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, this is a this is a really fun adaptation. It's got really great artwork uh, and things. One of the things that makes it cool is when the shark's moving, the shark is you know doing up to three movements or actions a turn. They can eat somebody, mm-hmm. then they can move, and they have to tell us, or you had to tell us, when you hit a barrel, when you move through. But yeah. we didn't know what order, so you mm-hmm. could have like hit that barrel on your way to go get that swimmer well, or and, and afterwards. And the way, I mean, they can't see the board here, but the way the board is designed is that there's more spaces closer to the island, and there's fewer spaces on the outside. So I think the shark got up to three moves, 
So you could actually circle the entire island in, in your three moves. You could be on the other side of the island. But the closer you got to the island, the more spaces you had to occupy and stuff like that. So your movements were more specific based on what you were trying to attack and do. And that's part of the problem solving, the, almost the puzzle. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, when you watch a how to play on this, it seems like it would be. I remember we brought this out with my parents yeah. when they were coming yeah. to visit one time because they love Jaws and they felt like it was too complex. But really, it's not bad because the person who's the shark they have like when you when you have the rules and strategies yeah when you look at the rules the rules are halved basically because they only apply to hat you know for you as the shark you you had a whole separate set of guidelines and rules than we did as the crew so there were only a few things we could really do we could move we could deploy buoys you know you know it is cooperative so you guys are working together right we're all working together against the one shark and so the the first half of the game that takes place on Amity Island is over when the shark eats a certain number of swimmers or the the crew tags him with two barrels. Mm-hmm. So either you trip two or you so if he moves through a zone that has a barrel, you have to tell us you trip the alarm. But if we if one of the boats goes to a zone and deploys a barrel and you have to be there, it like attaches to the shark. Just like in the movie. Just like yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So um if two get attached to the shark, then the round is over. So it's interesting because depending on what point the round ends is how you get set up for the next round. So the next round you flip over the board and it's the orca, the quint's boat. So it mimics the end of the movie. But if the shark has eaten more people, then the crew is going to get less weapons and gear to use. And so uh, that's a kind of a scale that goes by. So, you know, if the shark eats a full nine people, you're barely getting any extra equipment. You have a few weapons, but you don't get a bunch of extra stuff. Whereas if you tag the shark super early, it, it, it plays, it plays for who has the advantage going into the end. Yeah. And then, so basically the boat is assembled as like little tiles Mm -hmm. and the, and just like in the movie, the shark is sinking portions of the boat and throwing people into the water and you are having to trying to wound people trying to wound and, and injure people there's some dice rolling for hit hits against the shark and hits against the characters and the characters have weapons they have weapons. melee weapons yeah, and, and they, have, they have those have hit points and you roll firearms dice. that are yeah. you know projectiles so they can be at different places on the boat exactly it's interesting too because they again they take this aspect of not knowing where the shark is so even when you're on the orca you don't know there's three cards that are turned over and those three cards are the resurface opportunities for the shark so the shark will secretly pick which of those they want to do Mm -hmm. the crew will all choose where they want to position themselves what weapons they want to take and where they're going to aim Mm -hmm. and maybe the shark comes up there but maybe the shark goes somewhere else (laughs) and so when we played this, I remember, I think we tagged you with a second barrel, like right before you'd eaten the ninth swimmer, or maybe you ate the ninth swimmer. We didn't fully, I think that was it. I think you yeah. like ate the ninth swimmer. I ate all the swimmers. You ate all the swimmers. And we ended up going to the orca at a severe disadvantage. And we ended up, we ended up winning like perfectly with right the, the movie yeah. we had one tile so the tiles on the orca are all and he was on the, one color he was on the bow you were on the bow of the boat we're just on the bow like, of the just boat like brody was it was the only it was the only one left and there was only two of us that survived yeah, right. it was like exactly the movie so each of the <laughs> tiles of the boat they're the regular side of the boat and then when they take damage you flip them over and they're like half half sunk so we were on like a half sunk bow with just two of us and I, it was like it was so movie perfect yeah it was it was right at the end it of the was movie. perfect it was a, and the funny thing is even though i was playing the shark 
it had you know that tension and the game built the tension yeah and then when it resolved even though i lost it was still fun because it yeah, you know, I almost got you, you know, just yeah. like, movie, yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know, I didn't know this is the first game that we've ever had. We, we do have Betrayal House on the Hill um, where one person turn, turns against the rest of everybody else. But that's only kind of at the very end. And so mm-hmm. and, and those conditions are always different. So this was the first one we've ever had where somebody plays against everybody else from the start. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was going to be like I didn't know if it was going to feel like gang up on that person, you know, but the shark's got a lot of capability. I mean, you're going to lose. The swimmers. shark is really strong, really strong, and it's very difficult. And but I think once you start playing, you get kind of a, a game plan. Yeah. You know, I can flee around the island, and then you got to kind of reset and restart. But if I'm fleeing around the island, I'm not eating swimmers, and so therefore I'm not gaining an advantage. So there's there's a little bit of a tension there between being the shark and then trying to outsmart you guys. Right. The shark has a little tracker pad as they move around the island. So yeah. they're like secretly noting all of their movements so that, you know, there, there's no cheating that can occur. <laughs> yeah. They have to say like where they moved. Um, so yeah, it's the, the shark is powerful. And we found mm-hmm. definitely that it was difficult for us as the three of us to, you know, to get the shark and you kind of reveled in the, the oh, shark, it, yeah. uh, you know, cause it was funny. We opened the game up and we all kind of looked at each other and we said to our friends, well, okay, who wants to be the shark? And I'm thinking like, I don't want to play against everybody. And yeah. Matt was like, please let me be the shark. We're all like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the shark. So I think daddy shark, this is all our house right now, guys, with the two-year-old. No, the two-year-old um, is literally falling asleep, waking us up in the middle of the night, singing Baby Shark. Oh, yeah. She has a Baby Shark sweatshirt that Grandma bought her. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. That you actually push a button, and it sings. The sweatshirt it freaking sings. And now she's got, a, pu- she's got a puzzle, too. Every time you put a new puzzle piece in, it sings about Baby yeah. Shark. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks. Anyway, we digress. Jaws. It's Jaws. So, Jaws, Ravensburger. Uh, you know, age groups, age range. What, what do you think yeah, for this? Yeah, I think... I think, you know, um, an eight, nine-year-old depends how strategic. There's a lot of strategy in this one. I, I, think... I love the aspect of like a moving puzzle. Yeah. Uh, an, an active puzzle, not a static puzzle where you're just trying to, you know, a lot of video games, you're just trying to figure out the, you know, what is the mm-hmm. sequence to play. In this case, it's almost a dynamic moving puzzle a shifting puzzle, kind of like a labyrinth in some respect. Right. You're trying to strategize with other players to trap the shark, mm-hmm. basically, so you can figure out where they are and tag them. Um, so lots of lots of strategy, lots of probability. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you when it gets to the end and you're looking at your weapons, you only have so many weapons to use. And so you're really being strategic about when you pull those out. So, yeah, I think that... Um, I think that they recommend 10 up, but I think you could play this, you know, a little bit younger. A little if bit you, younger, yeah. If you've got a kiddo that's, you know, real strategic or maybe the kiddo wants to be the shark. Yeah. You know, and play in that little bit um, of an overpowered yeah. role against the other players would work really good too. Yeah. It's a really fun one. This is this is one of those movies well, that it's, still it's, scares me to this day. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, well, it's, it's, it's perfect Halloween. It's a perfect Halloween movie, but it also, you know, if you've got one of those a little bit of an older student, it's a great thing to blend the reading the book um peter benchley's you know classic book watch the movie and then play the game it's a nice thing and and to know he was writing that book i think he was like a i think he was a speechwriter in the white house during the reagan administration if i believe i'm right no no it was even no nixon administration way back he was a speechwriter, and he was so bored he wanted to write novels and he ended up i think that's the story around it maybe this needs to be our next uh, novel that yeah. we read together. Ooh, 
Should we read Joss? I think that'd be a great idea. Okay, and then we'll guys. play the game again. So you guys, this is, this is, you're seeing the real, the real yeah. life. Yeah. So we have this thing as a couple that well, we What are we read. reading right now? Eye of the World. We're reading Eye of the World. Uh, Robert Jordan, to prepare for the Amazon series, is going to be coming out. <laughs> um, but we, as a couple, we read a book. It's kind of like we have our own personal book club, essentially. Uh, we don't read it together together, but we have a, a, pa- we have a, set a pacing of friends, though, guide. We that, that read together. Like one reads to the other one. Yeah, we do. W- with us, because we read at different times, we have like kind of a, it's almost like a pacing guide. We say yeah. like, okay, we're going to read three chapters this week and you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever, and then we can talk about them. And that this is one of the ways that we um, that we find some connection with having small children and you know, not being able to always be together, but still do something together. And yeah. it gives us something to talk about, you know, every other day that's something different from the kids. And so I like to pick books, especially um, Jaws won't be one, but we like Eye of the World, for example, is one that I felt very intimidated by reading. Mm-hmm. And I knew that by reading it with Matt, I would be able to finally conquer it. Yeah, but this is a great one. As, and maybe even if you and we try to pair it with something that's like a movie. Yeah, or we tried to do a movie. Like we did or... Godfather. We did um, the Great Train Robbery. We did Casino Royale. Yeah, so, you know, we... so we we've really tried to and we try to get like a, to have a meal with it. I don't know. We're gonna eat with, with Jaws. Maybe we'll, we'll have seafood, seafood. fish and chips. Yeah. Well, then we'll watch Jaws and turn my stomach. <laughs> maybe we won't watch it in the same night as we eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'll eat all, all day long. Watch that movie over and over. Anyway. That so, would be really fun. So Jaws by Ravensburger. An absolutely sleeper of a game. I really yeah, do. I it's can't. really good. You don't hear about this one all that much. No. I think it's excellent. Well, because a lot of times you, you see things like this, you go, oh, it's just going to be a hokey game. Well, yeah, because, because there's so much IP the that they're reusing, yeah. right? And and so you're and especially from classic movies and yep. classic shows, you're seeing this stuff pop over. But, but Robinsberger does a good game. I mean, they it, do a fabulous they, job taking they, this. They don't. Yeah, they don't take the cheap route to it. They actually they actually care. Like Hocus Pocus was a, a really fun game yep. to play. They did that one, I think. Yeah, right. They did a great so job. With Jaws. That one. I think they're getting a lot of the movie IP games. I, I think at Target you walk down the aisle and yeah. you see a bunch of. And them. you can get this one routinely, maybe for like sub. 20 bucks you'll see it on sale so really affordable great quality components good quality um markers and little wooden mm-hmm. uh, meeples little wooden boats the meeples go in and little wooden shark tokens and stuff i just really love how they take the ip not only do they make a really great game mm-hmm. but it's perfectly the actions and stuff that your characters take totally match what mm-hmm. you know with the movie like it, it fits so well but it's still really balanced. I think they they have this amazing talent to do that at Ravensburger, and oh, I really, I just, really enjoy it. I just had a Ravensburger idea. Maybe you should you need to pull out the phone and tweet face them or whatever you do, <laughs> inst, inst, insta tweet at them. I want an alien video game. I want an alien board game. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be cool? I'm, is it? We'll have to. We'll talk offline on this one. Yeah. We'll make this a hallway conversation. All right. All right, guys. Anyway, head on over. Check out on Amazon. We got a link below. Head on over to Target. I think you can get a cheap copy there. Jaws. Enjoy it. Watch the movie. Scare yourself next week during Halloween. Don't watch Halloween. Watch Jaws. Yeah, it's much better. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!